Welcome to Tony Steak Podcast. Welcome to the Tony Steak Podcast, episode 186. I'm Sean, and joined with me, we have Off-Road Andy. Hello. And Tony Katz. Yes, here I am, back on a, some sports podcast here. Yeah, I was thinking about it. I'm, I'm, I'm excited for this. So last week, um, it was like me um, just telling Sean about football. That's what it felt yeah, like. Yeah, he was explaining I was like, so me. this is what happened. Yeah, I uh, skipped out last week because I, you know, there's some buddies over and I was going to, I thought like, I, I just thought it would be a great debate to watch. Turns out it was not a great debate to watch. We actually turned it off within like, I actually almost wanted to sneak in here because we actually turned it off within 20 minutes because uh, my the only girl that was watching it with us couldn't handle it anymore. She said it just was too much, and I don't blame her, it was too much just guys bickering, talking over each other and... Turned out to have some good memes, though, to follow. Somebody said what it sounded like was when he put a fork down the garbage disposal. <laughs> it wasn't a total yeah. loss then. No, yeah. But but also, really quickly with the sports, is uh, for the people listening to this that are also following our Instagram, which is Tony's underscore take. I think Tony's dot take. Tony's dot take. Uh, I've been posting a lot of uh, baseball picks on there, a lot of sports picks. I wanted to start doing that more because I wanted it to be to get their Instagram more involved. And, uh, because of it, I've, uh, had a few friends message me that have been, uh, telling me that they followed some of our picks and have, uh, won because of it. And we are currently seven and one in our last eight picks, uh, four and oh, in our last four baseball picks with a pick pending right now, which we have the New York Yankees who are currently down one zero in the bottom third as we're recording. So we'll see how that goes. But, uh, it's been fun. Been giving out some some winners for some people, and hopefully, eventually, one of these days, you know, people it's you know makes people realize that we do know what we're talking about, and we do because I don't know if you mentioned this last week, Andy, since I wasn't on the show, but our old friend Cooch that used to do this with us actually predicted the NBA Finals matchup of the Heat and Lakers and the NHL Finals matchup of the Lightning and Stars, and I'm pretty sure, even though it's not confirmed yet, that. I had Freddie Freeman, I believe, to win NL MVP. Granted, I thought it'd be a 162-game season, but it does look like he's should win MVP in the National League. I would be surprised if someone else did. I think it's it's closer than... Maybe Fernando Tatis Jr., is that who you're thinking? Yeah, I think there's there's competitors, I, but... Yeah, I, I don't know. I just think Freddie, he, I think he's just going to get it. But again, that's not confirmed yet, but, you know, we, we know our stuff on this show, you know, so we can, uh, we have good insight. We're all very knowledgeable with our sports, so it's. Uh, we hope you continue to listen and continue to spread the gospel to your friends, because that's yeah. the one thing I've been telling my friends that have been messaging me. I'm like, tell your friends, and they're yeah. like, oh, we will, I will. If if you want to, you know, hear my genius. So this this past week, um, in fantasy football, which everyone loves hearing about fantasy football, right? That's the number one thing. Oh yeah. No, so I had the. We'll talk about this, but I had Pittsburgh as my defense, and you know they decided to cancel the game. <laughs> Yeah, which so I, I think we expect is going to start. Ha- could start happening a lot more. So. Yeah, we'll we'll talk about everything when we talk about the NFL, the whole week of the NFL. But um, I needed a defense, and I picked up. I was looking at oh, who's available. It's like, cause you're left with kind of the Can shit. Can I make there. a guess? Go ahead. Was it the Chiefs? It was not the Chiefs. Okay, hold on. Which There's would have been one. a better pick. Oh, oh, would have been. But they were probably already taken. So you're left yeah. with like the bottom six defenses to kind Cause of. Because I thought up. there was one. De- uh, maybe I'm thinking of a couple weeks ago when a defense like really tore it up. Well, I, don't know. I went with the Jets. Because I was like, look, oh <laughs> they're facing like a fifth oh, string QB. I remember what happened here at the end now. And uh, so the bad, they give up like 38 points to this fifth string QB. But they yeah, did also like have three interceptions in a pick six. So ended up uh, doing a little bit better than projected. So. Yeah, imagine if they actually gave right. up only like 
eight, like six points or yeah. something. Which, you know, I thought like, hey, this the Broncos are starting a, a guy no one's ever heard of except for his last name because his uncle was an NFL quarterback. But um, So you, you do got to pay attention to some stuff. Some, sometimes you have real good thoughts and sometimes the uh, result doesn't work out exactly as you thought. But I was half right. Yeah. I feel like I get half credit for that one. Also, just uh, to let the people know, don't listen to what I said two minutes ago because the Yankees have now tied the game at one. Yeah, that's the cool thing about us recording now is we can give live stuff, even though it's we're not live. So I mean, it doesn't matter. But just remember now that it's one one. So that way, people don't think I'm losing. People think I'm going to win again, which I think we will. Yeah. So we if the Rays score in the next part of the inning, you're, we won't even talk about no, it. No, no. But uh, all right. Well, what do we want to start with here on this beautiful? How about we show dive right on into some uh, NFL? Yeah, week four. So uh, I've got some. Uh, I think the big stories to talk about here. Um, so starting off, I think the Cowboys defense huh. is kind of, that's the Suspect. national news. Uh, the Cowboys is still America's team, even though they, uh, it's been a while since they, you know, won a Super Bowl. They still really are the team. They're on TV every week. Troy Aikman does them every week with Joe Buck. Uh, they're still America's team. And when they have problems, those problems are talked about all the time. And, uh, right now their defense is a problem. They've given up 40 points a game. Yeah. Gave up almost 50 to Cleveland. And the only game they've won so far was the comeback on Atlanta, right? Yeah, which never should have happened. Yeah. And that's because Atlanta somehow has a worse defense. Yeah. <laughs> I watched that game this past Monday. It was it was hard to watch. Especially when you had my... Uh, didn't give this on Tony's take, thank God. But in my own personal bets, I actually had Atlanta plus, uh, plus six or something. Thinking like they would have to show up and... Well, they keep the game tough. close, right? When a team plays... So such bad defense in football. I think that's the most frustrating thing of all bets in the NFL is uh, just watching a team when you know it's it's third and four and you just know like, we're not going to stop them. Yeah. And every time on third and two, Rodgers would do a little pass and get like 13, 15 yards. And I was just like, it was just, it was tough to watch. Yeah. So right now the Cowboys are saying, oh, we're, we're going to make some fixes. We're going to get it all done because uh, the strange thing is they're only a half game out of their, out of the playoffs right now. I think they're still favored in that division because the NFC East is so terrible. Yeah, and the the Eagles. So that's what uh, I was listening to when I watched the game Sunday night. Is a lot of people were upset with how uh, the Eagles coach. I'm blanking on his name right now. Doug Peterson. Peterson, how he handled it because apparently he went for a punt instead of like kind of going for it to win the game. And they say he played for the tie. Mm-hmm. And then some. This one against the, the Bengals. Yeah, last. And not. yeah, and the announcer was saying in his defense. I think Doug Peterson knows that a seven, eight, and one record could win that division by half a game. So he's actually. I think it did smart. last year. I think yeah. that was the record last year. So he's 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 a smart coach, and it's like we all know that all you need to do is get into the playoffs, and anything can happen. We saw with the Giants when they were, you know, I think like the sixth seed before the Steelers have won a Super Bowl as the sixth seed over the last like in the last fifteen years. It's like all you need to do, especially in the NFL, all you need to do is get in. You don't have to play a series; you just play one game at a time. And who even knows if you'll have, you know, fans by then. I mean, you might not even have to worry about a home field or anything. Well, if you're in Florida, you will. I did see that yeah. today. They the Steelers are actually letting in fans, too. The Steelers said well, they'll let in 5,500 fans. Florida announced uh, full stadiums. Oh, oh yeah. They're okay. back to normal over go. there. There you go. Florida never had they, COVID. They're starting their own movie theaters. <laughs> it's like, you guys are closing? All right. Government government movie theaters. Yeah, now's the time. You have to go. Strike while the lightning is, or the fire is hot. Uh yeah, what what else uh, was a was a big deal? Oh, another uh, defense that played poorly in my mind as a fan, the Chargers. Tom Brady five, five TDs. It's actually really funny you say that because, uh, yeah, literally I think it was was it yesterday or two days ago. 
I was over at, uh, I think it was two days ago. We were over at, uh, my buddy's house and his mom, his mom knows football cause my buddy played football and stuff. And his stepdad was like, Oh, so how's, uh, Tom Brady been playing. And she answered first and she's like, not good. And I'm like, he threw five touchdowns yesterday. And then she was like, never mind. <laughs> cause it was like, she just, I think assumed, but it was, it was pretty funny because it was the way, uh, it was said because it doesn't seem like he was doing that good. And then all of a sudden five touchdowns and he hasn't, has he even had a game yet this year where he's had Evans and Godwin together? Like maybe week one. So week one, yes, but Evans has not been fully healthy the entire yeah, year. And Godwin's played two games. Yeah. So it was very strange because Tom Brady looked pretty bad the first half. He threw, that he threw two touchdowns, but there's one at the very beginning of the, the did game. He threw a pick six also. He threw a horrible, horrible pick six. Not as bad as uh, not as bad as Nick Mullins though. <laughs> that was it, the worst. It wasn't. No, that 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 <laughs> might be the worst one of all time. And but Brady's was pretty bad. Yeah. No, as um, I remember seeing it. But, I mean, the play in that game, the Chargers had the lead, 24-7 lead, 50 seconds left. Uh, they had the ball. They're at their own 10-yard line, and they decide, like a lot of teams do, they always run the draw. They don't They don't take a knee, and they don't, like, try to be aggressive. They're always like, we're going to run a draw, and we'll probably get, like, seven yards because they'll, they'll, won't, they won't expect it. And they ran a draw, fumbled the ball. Bucks get the ball at, like, the 8-yard line. Brady hits Mike Evans right before the end of the half. So Brady's numbers looked like, oh, he has two touchdowns, 100 yards. Yeah. It's not bad, but it was it was a bad game to that point. Yeah. And then second half, I think I think the Chargers were so deflated. I think they were just like, oh, shit, we're going to lose. And Brady just kept hitting seams right down what's, the middle. What's the Chargers record now? One and three? One and three. Yeah. So, yeah. It's, it's been a strange season in that there's a lot of positivity because <laughs> Herbert was really good again, had some incredible throws. Yeah, no, Herbert's an upside. This is... I think no one no one expected he could be this good right away, and I think the good thing is he can't be this good right away and have a bad career after this, you know, barring like a RG three type injury thing, where it's like if you're if you're this good three games in, into your rookie season, you're probably going to be good forever. Yeah. I mean, not forever, but like he'll have a good career. Yeah, and that that's that's hopeful. But they're still losing games just like they did with Philip Rivers. These games where it's like, oh, you guys had four turnovers and the other team had zero, and you outgained them by two hundred or. You were up twenty four to seven, and you let a forty three year old man go on like six straight touchdown drives. Yeah, but, uh, I mean, I don't know. I, I don't care as much. I'm not. Although I was pretty pretty upset. Uh, it's not as bad as like I, I I didn't expect that much from from them. Yeah. So it's like it's just nice to yeah. see the good. You could just focus I've on had, the good. I've had those years being a Steeler fan where there's been like last year, for example, where it was like you know I didn't expect them to do anything. They actually yeah. outdid my expectations last year because when they signed Fitzpatrick and made that defense a lot better. Like it kept them alive. And I mean, you think back to what they, what they were dealing with quarterback wise. And it's impressive that they actually got in within like a game of making the playoffs. But that was one thing actually that Ben Roethlisberger said this week, he was upset. He said, he feels like Steelers got the short end of the stick because they started off three. No, he said he was starting to get his groove back and then they have to miss an unexpected week because you know, the Titans players got COVID and I think that's stuff we're going to start seeing. I mean, we saw yeah. two games get post or I want to talk about game. all the, the COVID yeah, stuff again. Right. I want to go through the games that are actually played because right. I think that's really the lead story this week, sadly. But uh, I think we should talk about what did happen on the field. Yeah. Uh, the Washington football team, which I said it right. That's good. It, you got to really think about it before you say it. Mm-hmm. Um, they benched their quarterback, Dwayne Haskins, second year player. Team's not that good. I don't know what this means. Uh, they're bad enough that they could compete for the number one pick right now. And I don't know if uh, teams will, uh, you know, turn down Trevor Lawrence if they have the opportunity. But uh, hmm. 
right now the the hot QB prospect. Have you seen uh, Trey Lance? What team? He's North Dakota State. Oh, I have heard about this. And they played one game and their season's over. Oh, I did not know that. So they the, the whole season was canceled for their conference, but they had a game scheduled with, I forgot what it was, some Arkansas State or something like that, or mm-hmm. Central Arkansas, I think. Yeah. So they just played that one game. He was really good. And like, yep, that guy should be a top 10 pick. Now he's just going to like chill out. <laughs> yeah. So uh, I uh, heard, I don't know with Haskins he was he was not like a top five pick or anything but he was the first round I, I heard some brother of Dennis yeah I heard something funny this past week and I was actually right so I was listening to these uh, Vegas guys sports betting guys and he said he was talking it was like a little panel like four of them and he's like you know who who has had the number one pick who's had the best draft pick so far this year and I knew exactly what he was going to say before he said it and I was right and I said you know who he's going to say he's going to say Jordan Love. And sure yeah. enough, he was like Jordan Love because he said it has lit a fire up Aaron Rodgers' ass, and he is was pissed off about it now, and he's playing MVP like season so far. Yeah, Rodgers is, is incredible because I saw something today. He's even pissed off about people saying he's pissed off. <laughs> he's like, because now he's taking it personally that people think that this is the reason he's playing well. And it's mm-hmm. like, so now I'm going to play even better. And it's like, all right, man, you you do whatever whatever helps you. Um, because last year, remember Green Bay was thirteen and three, but nobody really believed in them. There was a lot of like stats that showed like actually they they're not really this good. Their division isn't that really that good. That's why we went thirteen and three, and they got they got destroyed in the conference championship. So I think there was a lot of talk of like, oh, maybe this team is going to come back down. And I think no, Rogers said no. They have uh, Aaron Jones has really become a star, and I think it's another reason why yeah. you should try to avoid taking running back so early because. I mean, Aaron Jones is is no McCaffrey. I think McCaffrey's still on a different level. Mm-hmm. But it's like you can find guys like that, and like Kamara is is maybe better than either of them. Kamara, yeah, Kamara's having a good pick. year. I had him in fantasy last year, and he wasn't that special. But this year, he's he looks unstoppable out there. But also, one of the things that's interesting this year, like just I'm going to note really quick, and it's a good point, is uh, because one of the things that's been happening a lot in this NFL season for you know the gamblers out there is the overs are hitting a lot. Yeah, and. Uh, one of the guys I was listening to made a good point. He said, it's because one of the reasons is because there was no preseason and even the practices where a lot of them were like non-contact stuff early on and whatnot because of the COVID that a lot of these guys, you're seeing a lot of missed tackles. And that I just think of that Kamara game because I think of the, when Kamara got that little pass from Drew Brees in that Sunday night game against Green Bay a couple weeks ago, and he turned it into a, like a 58 yard touchdown catch. And there he's went through like four broken tackles and stuff. And it's like, it's just, it's just interesting. Cause I, uh, you know, it's you know there are such high scoring games and stuff right now, but it is a good point to think of is that at some point though Vegas will keep having the overs too high, and at some point it is going to have to come down. Yeah, I think it always works that way. Yeah, it gets colder, but I think this year it's even more so high scoring because of the no preseason. But yeah, that is always how it works. I mean, starts off high scoring, and then you know, like any market, you got to adjust. Like once it gets too high, you're like, okay, now there's value in the under, and then pretty soon games will start being lower scoring i think in the next few weeks like you're not going to continue to see 48 to 38 like whatever it was in that uh like every dallas game so far this year although maybe with their defense (laughs) i also think that uh there's just a lot of good quarterbacks right now a lot of good receivers you could find people with different skill sets i think offensive coaching is is great right now um and i think it's a better product when it's high scoring so not too too upset about that I, i like to see I mean, the, the Dallas thing, it's like we, we kind of knew, like, when they drafted C.D. Lamb, you're like, this is this is ridiculous. They have maybe three number ones on their team. Uh, they should be able to put up tons and tons of points, and, you know, they've, they've lived up to it. Uh, but they're 
I knew their defense would struggle. They lost their top corner this last season, and their linebackers are never healthy. But it's good to have. We have. It seems like there's like multiple of these types of teams. Atlanta being one of them. Just horrible defense, really good offense. I mean, Atlanta hasn't really put it all together offensively. They uh, Julio Jones has not been healthy. Um, but that's yeah. I think left. between them and Dallas, it's like wow, those teams have incredible receiving cores and yeah, like, I'm good quarterbacks. Happy in uh, I'm in five fantasy leagues this year, which is way too many. Yeah. But one of them I have Dak Prescott, and one of them I have Matt Ryan, and it is nice having those guys because like Dak Prescott, like my fantasy team that has Dak Prescott, I'm somehow three and one, and I'm like fourth in the league in total points out of 14 teams, and I do not have a good team. I my running backs right now because I had Saquon Barkley. My running backs are literally Mark Ingram and Latavius Murray. And so right. my running back situation is like two backups is well, Mark Ingram's, they just don't yeah. like to hand off to them. He's kind of like a backup. So my running back situation is piss poor on there. And then it's like, but Dak Prescott carries me because he gets 430 yards and three touchdowns every week. And it's like, all right. And then I got, you know, Tyler Lockett and Odell Beckham's come through recently. He's yeah, had a good he couple a, weeks in a row. He had a really exciting game this week. Uh, yeah, he with did. A, three touchdowns. A, a long run where he looked super fast. And that's so. what put the game away, too. That, it was vintage Odell Beckham. It, yeah. it reminded you of the Odell Beckham that would uh, be caught, you know, open down the field like in a 60-yard touchdown pass with Eli Manning and stuff. It reminded you of a Yeah, I think I saw it was like the, the third fastest on the field this year so far. So That's good. Yeah, and I mean the Browns are three and one. They're, are they? They're in it. Uh, That's a good division so far. They're three and one. Steelers it, are three and zero, oh, and the Ravens are three and one. Right? Yes, it's, it's definitely. Uh, it's gonna be a tough division. Yeah, I don't think the Browns are gonna win that division, but no, you know not. they'll be happy with the wild card. That's it's yeah. been a very you long never time. No, maybe maybe there's three teams. Maybe there's two wild card teams there. Well, I think so. Browns and the Ravens. There's the three wild cards now, so I think so definitely. Um, a team that's not going to get the wild card is the Houston Texans. Oh, yeah, they're a mess. Uh, they're now 0-4, and they, they fired Bill O'Brien. Who's they needed to. Coach, GM, he he made himself the play Water caller. Boy. Yeah, what is he? And then got fired right Pretty away. Pretty soon, he, he wanted to change his logo to his face. I heard yeah. that's why they fired him. Uh, I I think the, the guy seems to have success as an offensive coach. Um, yeah, they, coach they actually, Brady, and Brady says he's great. He's super smart. He brought and, a good stat about him. They said if you actually looked at the last, like, the time he was there, like the last, like even six years and stuff that they made the playoffs like four times and he even yeah. made the playoffs with bad teams. But I was listening to these, uh, I was listening to something that said, one of the things is like, you got to realize sometimes in life not to accept every job you're offered. And they were saying they think what hurt him was that he accepted that GM job. Probably should have just yeah. focused on coaching, not been the GM also. And there was some weird drama I know where like they hired a guy who then found out they shouldn't have hired and something like that. And I know they said J.J. Watt had an altercation with him too recently. I don't know yeah. too much about that, but I saw that. So I don't know if that was before or after he was fired or what. But no, I they know said that was that was against the in, in the Steelers game. So oh. a couple weeks back. Yeah. Well, when you're going to lose to yeah. your little brother, I mean, yeah. you're already probably pissed off. Yeah, and and J.J. Watt is that franchise. He's yeah. not their best player, but like that's just. He's he's a face of the NFL, even though he's probably he's. I mean, he's nowhere near as good as he was at his peak, but I think he's just kind of he's such a like good person that like you can't go against him. Once you when you lose JJ Watt, you've lost that franchise. So oh yeah. Um. All right, I'm ready to move on yeah. to the COVID stuff. All right, let's do it. Uh, crazy week starting with the Titans having multiple positives. The NFL deciding uh, to cancel the game. Initially, they decided to delay it to Monday. And they decide, then they said, no, it's not going to happen. And they're going to make it up later, a few weeks from now. Yeah, the um, 25th, I believe, 25th, of October. Yeah. Then, I think, was it Saturday, they announced Cam Newton tested positive. Mm-hmm. But no other Patriot had tested positive, And they were going to 
delay the game to Monday night and go on with it. And the game, which, which was nice, the game did go on. We got two Monday night games, so it was kind of. It is nice having fun. two Monday night games. Um, yeah, someone made a joke. I think it was Chris Collinsworth on the Sunday night game where they finally got Tony Romo on Monday night football because <laughs> he was long rumored to. That's actually that actually is kind of funny. Uh, and th- the problem was the game was a mess. So the Patriots actually did a pretty good job, but for the beginning of it, it was it was a good game for the most part. I mean, yeah. they didn't have a. You know, what's funny about that is I feel bad for people that had money on the Patriots, like, plus, because I think the Patriots were, uh, once Newton got hurt, I feel bad for anybody that had the Patriots early on, because you don't get that money back. I mean, you don't get that bet back just because a player gets injured and a game gets moved. I mean, that game still played. Yeah, well, they didn't have a line on it for a long time. Injuries happen, but I'm sure they did at the beginning of the week before they knew COVID happened, but they, um... I feel bad for, uh, anyway, those betters, but also for the guys that actually did end up taking, because the Patriots closed at plus 12, and they had all every reason in the world to cover that game. They were doing good, and then just mistakes at the end. Jared Stidham, I think, came in and threw a pick six, right? Yeah, or so Hoyer, Hoyer had a horrible mistake at the end of the half where he got sacked with no fumbled. timeouts. Oh, yeah, and then he fumbled yeah, and Then the he had a bad third. fumble, and they pulled him, like, we got to go with Stidham, who then had two turnovers, including a yeah, pick six. Yeah, came in, had the touchdown, and, brought him back, and then Chiefs scored, and then he throws a pick six, and... <laughs> They end up winning twenty six to ten, covering that uh that spread, which is uh yeah bummer for uh Steeler uh for uh, Patriot backers. But we'll get to what the worst beat of the week so far was, and once we get into the NBA because it yeah. was a bad one last night. Well, I think the story of that Chiefs game was not the actual result, but uh, today I think it was today. Uh, Stephon Gilmore tested positive, so these are their two best players on the entire team. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> And the thing is, I think Cam Newton is definitely going to miss next week. Maybe the week after that, Gilmore would definitely miss this week. Uh, there's also a a picture of Gilmore and Patrick Mahomes without their helmets at the end of the game, hugging oh. each other. Uh-oh. Um, which is scary. And Mahomes said, that was stupid. I shouldn't have done that. Um, but how did he know that was going to happen? Mm-hmm. Um, but I think no, no one on the Chiefs yet has tested positive. They did have a positive, actually, the week before. Mm. Um, a practice squad player, but no other... No, it's not someone that they needed. Um, but right now, the, the way this works is that a negative test doesn't mean you don't have it. It might mean you got it and you're not testing positive yet. And I think that's that's kind of the problem that we're facing here. Is It's like a positive test is like you're already too late. Like you already we, exposed yourself to the team. And from people that have, um, you know, a couple of us in here that have actually had it and stuff. Our roommate, that happened to her. She, uh, she went mm-hmm. and she got tested and she tested negative. And then a few days later is when she actually got hit with a pretty high fever and then obviously got tested again after that. And then that's when it obviously came back yeah. positive. But she was negative literally two days before she got hit with like a hundred and I think she got up to like 102.8 or something fever or something like that. So it's like, you know, it's definitely for sure. I mean, you're going to have you're not going to know until probably like the weekend for these guys on the Chiefs if any of them got exposed to Gilmore or anyone else. Because if Gilmore is positive, too, I mean, maybe there's a chance. Yeah. I mean, if Gilmore had it on Monday night, which he likely did if he yeah. tested positive today. Yeah, he definitely um, did. If he gave it to a Chiefs player Monday night, none of those people will have tested po- would have tested positive today. Yeah. But maybe by Friday. So it's it's up in the air. Um but then also Tennessee had new positives this week. Hmm. And the NFL decided to um not delay the game, but they're saying Tennessee, if they can't play that game, is just gonna have to forfeit this week. <laughs> and that's where Roethlisberger said, like, that's bullshit. Like they fucked up our schedule. Uh, we should get a free game. Like, oh, so they're gonna right. give the other team a win. Yeah. Oh shit. Who do they play this week? <sighs> Can't remember who it was actually. Quick glance. Um, but 
it's a mess. And then there was a story that so the Titans after the positives oh, so they play they play the Bills this week. Who probably which, would beat yeah. them anyways. I mean, it's in Tennessee. I guess you never know, right? Yeah, uh, it'd be a good game. Uh, two pretty good teams. Um, but Tennessee, their facilities were shut down after the multiple positives. A group of players got together and played at a closed school. And people think that might have been. So someone there who was part of that workout had mm-hmm. it and spread it to these people. And then there's no confirmation on that stuff. But um, that was against protocol. And I think they're going to be reprimanded for that. And it just... There's also a story of someone on the Raiders tested positive today. It's it's scary. Like it, there's, I I think it needs to be said, the NFL players are the worst with stuff, right? Like off the field issues. Yeah, it's not even close. So, without a bubble situation, asking these people to not get in tr- trouble like this. Yeah. Well, especially I, when you uh, have players that are in states like Florida that are wide open. Yeah. And- and things are opening up more, but it's like, yeah, these guys are going to, it's still obviously out there, but it's, uh, <clears throat> I don't know, it's pretty, uh, because it, it's hard to get most of these people to like understand, like, hey, you shouldn't drive 120 mile, miles an hour and have a loaded gun in your glove compartment. Like, that's a bad idea. Yeah. So, like, th- they haven't real, realized that. So, to tell them, like, hey, since you're an NFL player, you should probably not go out and get the virus because we want the season to keep going on. <laughs> I think it was a lot easier to get the NBA players to buy into that. Um, yeah. So I'm I'm honestly worried about this. Um, it's also if you're a Pats fan, like season's fucking over, right? Like we, we can't, you can't afford to just. It's a short season. You can't afford to just lose these games because of the, you had key players out like this. So yeah, I don't know. I'm I'm hopeful, but I don't know if I'm optimistic. Yeah. Yeah. Well. Uh, yeah. We'll see. I mean, that's yeah. what uh, some of my buddies are saying too. They really think that it is eventually going to just turn into a complete shit show. And then who even knows? I mean, I, I didn't even know actually until last week that uh, the way baseball was doing it for the playoffs, which I mean, I liked, I mean, we'll get into that, I guess when we talk about baseball, but it's been a, uh, it, it, I mean, it's hard to right now. Cause it's like that, that makes you wonder though, when the playoffs do come around for the NFL, I mean, I don't know how we don't, can't predict how things are going to be. Cause that's still like what, four months, uh, three months away. But you wonder if they'll have to do like bubble situations too, where they'll just have like a certain side of the a- of the AFC play in this stadium. This I don't I don't think so. The way because the way the football works with it's a week and you gotta have yeah. all the preparation for that week. Yeah. I just don't think so. Yeah, like I, baseball, I think maybe they're just fucking gunning out these games. There's no days off. Yeah, I think maybe teams will be able to like really get it in the heads of their players that to just kind of stay home. But I know like Sean Payton told all his players, "I'm gonna rent a hotel if you guys." want to stay in the hotel like i'm asking you you should stay in the hotel during the whole season so yeah we're all together and we're not going out but that's it's purely voluntary so all these people are still at home and can be doing you don't know what's going on in their lives so well i think that's that for that section yeah so baseball we're on to the second round kind of this is a very weird situation a couple teams broke uh long playoff streaks like they hadn't won a playoff series in years uh, Oakland and Atlanta, which is kind of surprising. Atlanta's been in the playoffs a lot, but they lose in the first round every year. This year, they actually were able to win in the first round, but that's because there was an extra round. So they're really, it's a weird thing where they're in the same round as they always lose, right? Yeah. I don't this think... is still the divisional round. Although right now it looks like they're going <laughs> to win. I think they're getting past it this time. Yeah. So then Oakland, same thing. Oakland would always lose in the divisional round. And uh, 
this year, it looks like they're also going to lose the divisional round. Yeah, we were talking about it off air. I mean, Atlanta looks very complete so far. I mean, I guess we can just go. Do we just want to go like series by series so yeah. far? All right. So the first one that's been the one that has been on in the morning, uh, Atlanta and Miami. Miami's kind of been a surprise team first off to even make the playoffs. And then the fact that they got past the Cubs, uh, that all those but games were in Wrigley. I said that was going to happen. There was going to be... The, the Cubs weren't playing well. They yeah. weren't hitting for shit. But I said there was going to be a team, a higher seed team, that's going to lose to one of those low seeds. And I think the Cubs were the two seed and ended up losing here to the seven. Yeah. So in, in a three-game series, anything can happen. The Marlins won two games in a row. That's not that impressive. Yeah. Like, it could happen at any point in the season, so... Yeah, so they ended up... Uh, the Marlins are uh, now playing the Braves, and the Braves started their ace uh, game one... Uh, Freed, who didn't look very good. The Marlins were able to hit him around. They actually got up four to one or something, I believe it was. And then they kind of lit a spark when Alcantran or whatever, however, Alcantran, however you say his name, hit Acuna. And there's history with Acuna and the Marlins. And Acuna didn't take it very lightly. And I think it did fire up the team. Acuna got on base. Uh, I think it was Ozuna or someone ended up hitting a double that drove him in. And then later in the game, Braves got more runs. You know, Darno is just hitting like a machine so far. Swanson had a home run. They're just getting good, timely, late inning hitting. And uh, it got them to win game one. And then today, I watched pretty much the whole game because it was one of our Tony's take picks. We had under nine runs. Ian Anderson has been a pleasant surprise for Atlanta. He has been a stud, and he's been a stud in the playoffs so far. And he goes like almost six shutout innings. I think he went like five and two-thirds. And then Atlanta's bullpen, I think, still hasn't given up a run in the playoffs. Or maybe they've given – I think maybe they gave up one or two. Yeah, I think they gave up one yesterday. But that bullpen's been ridiculous in the playoffs. And uh, we were talking, Atlanta looks like the most complete team right now. Oh, And they only have those two main starters, Freed and Anderson. I don't even know who else yeah. they have. I don't even think they've pitched anyone else yet. Oh, th- this baseball season is very strange. I think it's the way baseball is going. There doesn't really seem to be a lot of teams with deep pitching. Yeah. Where everyone is doing this uh, – a lot of people are doing this like piggyback thing where you pitch a starter three, four innings, and then another yeah. starter comes in. Seems like a you know interesting concept, and you got to credit the Rays. The Rays are super successful doing weird stuff like this. Although they actually yeah. have a more traditional, uh, they actually staff. have a three-headed monster. Yeah, they have actually but when when it's pitching at its best. I mean, Glass now and Morton haven't had the best season. I don't think this year, like to their capability. But I mean, they're they're good. I think it's definitely the best three-man rotation left oh, yeah, right now. Um, you see, like the Dodgers, they don't. They're messing around. They have a lot of pitching, but to say like who's their who are their three guys and are they dominant right now? Not necessarily. Uh, the Reds had probably the best uh, rotation there, but they scored zero runs in the postseason. Yeah, Hard games. to win. Hard to win, yeah, uh, despite having serious. great starting pitching. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's just been weird. Uh, you know, the, the A's have all the A's have pretty decent rotation. Just hasn't performed at all. Yeah, um, they they were able to win that uh, first series by scoring a lot of runs, and uh, this you know series so far against uh, Houston, uh, same thing. They're just giving up a ton of runs. I mean, you got to give Houston credit. I don't want to, <laughs> but I think those guys should have some pride in like. It's like you look at that lineup, it's like oh fuck, they're good. Yeah, um, and especially like they were, they looked unhittable against uh, everyone in 2017. And you're always thinking, oh, because they were cheating. But it's like I think these no, guys are these, actually no, really they, good. They are actually good, and I think I know they were saying that's why uh, Correa has been very vocal this season 
is because they want to prove to everybody that like, we didn't just win that. Yeah. I mean, it's hard to say that because it's like you did cheat, but it's like, they want to obviously prove to people like, Hey, we're, we can win without cheating. But I think, I think it's why people are so upset is that they're not even like, they're, they're not sorry about it. Their biggest thing. Which that would be a statement to say like, Hey, we need to go out there and prove that we can win without this shit. And I, I look at We're their, still good. And that they didn't say anything like that. They're yeah. just like, fuck you. And I look at their team right now. I think it's, uh, it is very, that lineup is scary and it's hitting good. George Springer has been a machine in Dodger stadium in the playoffs right now. Oh. Uh, Carlos Correa is hitting good, but also Andy, I mean, you're the Dodger fan. Michael Brantley was not part of that. I did not cheating. I did not know the ball flies out of Dodger stadium during the day as well as it has been like, like there's been like 15 home runs in this three game series already. And that's not even an exaggeration. I think there was seven, six or seven today. I mean, you also, we live here. It's been hot. Yeah, it has been. Um, It has been. And when you don't have that, that heavier night air, that's, that's kind of what happens. Um, but, uh, not not a lot of home runs from the Dodgers. (laughs) At all this uh, postseason, so. no, yeah, they. Uh, but uh, Astros look scary. They uh, the line. What's been impressive to me, so uh, although to an extent, because I think today showed where the uh, Astros' weakness is, and this is why I actually another Tony's take pick that one today was Oakland A's to beat the Astros, and the reason why is because Urquidy or however you say his name, I'm not even gonna like try uh, pitch today, and he's been a solid pitcher, but I had a feeling I'm like he's only gonna be able to go. I bet four or five innings. And they're going to have to use bullpen guys that they haven't been able to use yet because game one against Minnesota, they Granky went four and then that Valdez guy went five game two. Uh, whoever started or quitty or whatever was able to go pretty far. And then they were able to bring in the back end of the bullpen that did good. And then against Oakland, they started a uh, Valdez who, uh, yesterday who dominated. And then, um, I don't know who started game. Who started game remember, one for yeah. Houston? I forget who started game one. But uh, regardless, though, they haven't had to use the middle part of the bullpen that's been struggling. And today I said, I even told uh, Wrecking Ball Joe, friend of the podcast, I said, the reason I like Oakland is because those guys that aren't haven't pitched yet in the playoffs are going to have to go in there. And it's going to be a problem for them because that's their weakness. Their bullpen wasn't that good. And sure enough, that uh, Josh James guy or whatever comes in, he gives up the big three-run home run to Pinder when it was 7-4 to four in the seventh, ties the game up, and then they bring in this other guy in the eighth who gives up two runs and... Sure enough, Oakland ends up being able to hold on and win 9-7 because Liam Hendricks had to be the study is. They said they call him Herculeum for a Hercules, and he went three innings. He's their closer, and he pitched three innings. So, I mean, that's where Oakland got desperate today, but that's what happens. You know, it's like, what does it matter if you save his arm? What do you have to save his arm for? You have to advance. Yeah. And uh, Yeah, that that was a, you know, and we're not really talking about the first round that much, but the Dodgers-Brewers, which was really not a competition at all, um, with like Hater there, where it's like, what are you, also, what are you waiting for? <laughs> that Brewer bullpen's good, because I didn't realize how good that one guy is that yeah, didn't but, even play. Yeah, he didn't play, so. That guy is, I didn't realize, he, he like was breaking records with his, striking out guys like 53% of the time, and like, a, yeah. and he pitched like, faced 100 batters, and they said that's like, ridiculous, which it is. But uh, anyway, we'll see. I mean, it'll be interesting tomorrow, because I know Greinke's got some arm soreness, so it'll be interesting to see if uh, Oakland can win tomorrow and force a game five. I mean, you yeah. never know. And I really love this, uh, that they're you just play every day. Oh yeah, I like it too. It's, it, this is baseball. This is real baseball. Um, none of that bullshit. Patrick yeah. Corbin come in and every other day <laughs> and throw bullpen shit. Fuck you, Nationals, for your bullshit last year. Yeah. Um, but also congratulations. It was a good win. <laughs> um, but I, I like this. This this is real baseball. You got to use a bunch of different pitchers and figure it out. Um, no off days. Although I, I don't know how it, it actually works. I don't know if there will be an off day at some point. Um, 
NBA loves their off days. Yeah, um, I don't. I so don't yeah, know, the, but... the last two series, uh, Rays Yankees. I don't know if there's a lot to say about it. Just it's a good series. Watch it. Yeah, currently uh, I said I didn't want to give an update if the Rays were winning, but uh, the Rays have taken a four to one lead. All right. So it's uh, I believe that it's the top of the fourth coming up or the top of the fifth. It is top of the fifth coming up. Four one Rays. Rays are the visiting team today. That series is one one, and I mean, yeah, I mean that's a series that I think goes five probably. I mean, I don't. It just oh my god, like I forgot it. that we're it's five games. Yeah, it's the first round. Or yeah, it's the divisional series. Yeah, that's uh. So I forgot it was do or die today for Oakland. Yeah. I mean, it was anyways. You're yeah. Go down you can't go down 3-0. But um, yeah. Yeah. So yeah. I, don't, I don't know. I, I wish there were seven series. game series at this point. I kind of feel like. I think that's the next round, right? Yeah. And I feel like all these series are pretty good. I want them to go seven. So yeah, the last one, the, the Dodgers, which. Yeah. Uh, so I was watching the basketball game last night. Mm-hmm. So I didn't watch the beginning of the Dodgers game. When the basketball was over, I was just really tired and I went to sleep. So you didn't I, even get to see the action. So I, I watched, or I didn't see him, but I followed. I saw that they tied the game on a, an so error. I, I did watch it. And then I was like, I'm going to sleep. <laughs> so, yeah, it was a little ground ball to their, their rookie, Cronenworth or whatever. And he just threw it away, tied the game up at one. And then the only weakness, I think, in that Padre bullpen is the fact that they have Garrett Richards with his shitty mustache come out. And that was a mistake. And they were able to take advantage of it and they scored some runs and then yeah ended up winning five to one and then you bring in that bullpen that's good i mean a dustin may guy that guy throws fucking heat 100 miles an hour almost every pitch it seemed like and then yeah they just yeah i was kind of surprised that he wasn't their third starter but i think i mean they have a lot of different guys that can do different stuff so um i think one of the stories that game clevenger who they acquired in, in in the middle of the season didn't pitch in the first round it did start, but he came out with an injury. So that's kind of, that's a blow. That's someone I think the Padres really needed because uh, the rotation's unproven. Clevenger's been there before, been yeah. in the playoffs before. Um, while the rest of the, the Padres have talent, but not really, they haven't shown that the, they can win the playoffs. Uh, for the Dodgers, I'm a little concerned. Walker Buehler is, he had eight strikeouts through four innings. I think he had eight strikeouts through four innings the first game, but he's not going past four. Yeah. And then it's there's tonight we got we got playoff Kershaw. I don't know what that means. Um, I don't want it to be bad. I want it to be good. But yeah, it's always <laughs> you can't be secure. If you're in my position, you can't can't feel safe. And then the, the the Dodgers lineup. It's still it's got good names, but right now uh, Max Muncy and Cody Bellinger are just not hitting. And if they do, then you know watch out. But that's a concern for them. The Padres are are too good. The Dodgers can't be off their game here and win this series. Yeah. The, like, the Dodgers will actually have to win it, I think. Yeah, I mean, you never know. We'll see what happens tonight with Kershaw. I mean, Kershaw's been electric so far. So, we'll see if... Uh, but, but it's a, we'll it's a tough lineup, so... It is a tough lineup, yeah. Well, we're moving, yeah. done, moving it, on it's, to it's, NBA. Yeah, I think it's a fun baseball Ooh. season. Is the NBA our final topic? Oh, yeah. Yeah. So before right. we talk about the finals, just we've talked about Doc Rivers every week, but he did take a job. He is going to coach. He was unemployed for like nine minutes. Yeah, that's you. You kind of knew it was going to happen, but so just wanted to throw that out there. Uh, you think that's going to go well? You think he's going to turn around the Seventy Sixers? He's going to make a man out of Embiid. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, he, I like what he had to say. He said this roster was too good to be able to turn down this job. So uh, did he mean that? Probably not. But you know, Embiid and Simmons. I mean. Could be good. I mean, I feel like there wasn't much 
for them beyond that. I mean, I know he's got Tobias Harris there, which is a solid well, player. I mean, but he, I don't he coached know. Tobias before, and he, yeah. he absolutely loved him. I think I think that's something that people don't understand sometimes is he, he took a lot of shit, Tobias Harris. Yeah, uh, He's just a beloved guy like around the league. Like, like oh, that guy, you want to play with him? He's, he's like Boban. Yeah. <laughs> well, him and Boban, they're best friends. Uh, and they should be together at all times, but they're not. Um, it right now there's still a lot of teams without a coach, including Clippers, but also including the the Rockets right now. It's kind of so I hear that you're in the running for the Clippers position. You know, I did submit a resume, <laughs> <laughs> uh, just straight to Balmer, um, and in Microsoft Outlook, yeah, of course. Who who is then the the main guy in the running for that? Uh, so right now there was a story that they're going to be interviewing Darvin Ham. Which is exciting because I love that name. Darvin Ham. Dar- Darvin Ham was just a, a guy. He played he played a, a lot guy. of years. He played a lot of years in the NBA. Just as like, oh, that's a that's your ninth man. Ninth. If you want like an equivalent, he's like Jermichael Green is for the Clippers. Where it's like, oh, there's, yeah, that guy's fine, right? Okay. He'll play some minutes for you. You sometimes um, confuse him out there. Yeah. Especially when they wear the headband. Even the announcers last night called uh, called uh, Pope Rondo. They quickly corrected themselves, but Dude, it's, it's funny it's you say there. that because one of the buddies that I was watching the game with, when they threw to Caldwell Pope in the corner, to and, and the first quarter he made a three, he's like Rondo, and yeah. I was like, nope, <laughs> I was like, not Rondo. Yeah, there's there's an inches uh, difference there, but he's not talking yeah. about height. Oh, handy. <laughs> uh, so, do you want to talk about this? Uh, you want to talk yeah. about the the on the floor stuff or the uh, stories behind it? What about the snarl? Well, about the, I mean, on the floor stuff, I feel like it can be quick. I mean, it's yeah. just Lakers are up 3-1. Uh, they, it looked like, you know, it was, I don't know how much we've talked about about it. I mean, had the final start last time we did a podcast? Uh, I think it was game one. Yeah, I think so. Okay. I actually don't even remember. Yeah, who knows? But anyway, yeah, it doesn't matter. You know, but, I think game one is the next day because I think we were like, you know, it's going to be a good series. And then yeah. we didn't know about what was going to happen with As, all the yeah. injuries. Yeah, so that's what I was going to say because, like, obviously Dragic and Adebayo getting hurt, hurt. I mean, Dragic was having a phenomenal playoffs. And, uh, you know, the Lakers dominated game one. They dominated for the most part game two. And it was everybody was saying sweep and heat came out game three and played well and i honestly after the way they played i was like this is a good heat team still even without Dragic and adebayo and then they obviously got adebayo back and he's been a little irrelevant i mean the lakers just have the length i mean anthony davis down there dwight howard i mean it's just too difficult davis is a beast out there so and lebron i, I got thought... sick of him complaining last night my god every play he's crying lebron yeah. yeah i know it is getting ridiculous i never thought the lakers would sweep because i think lebron is uh too much of a company man and knew it would be bad for the NBA. He's <laughs> yeah. like, we need at least one extra game. And also, I think I think I said the ratings were up a little bit yesterday um, because it's like, oh, maybe this is, could be a series. Well, the ratings are going to be up now no matter what because they're going to want to see. Yeah, an elimination an, game. Yeah, and a champion, what a, what a champion be. So, um, yeah, do you, wanna, do you think Miami actually does have a chance? Do you think they're going to even win a game here? Another one? Yeah. Uh, I mean, they have to win the next one. <laughs> I don't think so. I'm not think. sure because I think with it being to win the finals, I think LeBron is going to bring it tomorrow with Davis. And I think... It's Friday. Yeah. I mean, I'm sorry. Friday. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I guess a, tomorrow as they're listening. It's a it's a Friday night. Uh, I think they're going to come out and just bring it. You're going to have to. And I think they're going to they're gonna want that ring. Anthony Davis has never had one before. LeBron obviously wants another one. It's like, 
You know, you're for why Kobe. why would you not go out and bring it all? Because if you don't, and all of a sudden it's a three two series, it's like it's not like you're going back to L A. and you're like, okay, well, it's all right, we're going back to L A. It's like no, this is still a mutual court and. Who's to say Miami can't win game six and all of a sudden you're looking at a 3-3 series and you're like, what the fuck happened? And then then all of a sudden that puts all the pressure yeah. on the Lakers. So Although I think LeBron it's very rare to, it. to, uh, to blow a 3-1 lead, I've heard. Yeah. That teams just don't do it. Oh, yeah. So it's really enough. embarrassing if it happens. It would, it, yeah. I mean, you'd probably have to lose your coach yeah. for the next season. Yeah, definitely. So um, that's where <laughs> the Lakers stand right now. Yeah. Well, Although they've had good, a three-one lead every single that, series. That's so another good point, though. And have closed that, it in five every single series. That's another good point, though, is that the Nuggets did come back down three-one twice in the playoffs. So it's like you know you have to have that in the back of your head, knowing that, and these when you don't have to worry about going back to a home court and stuff and traveling. That it's just one game at a time. Like really simply, it's not just like one game at a time. But we have to catch this flight and fly all the way back to L.A. and play in Staples Center in front of a you know forty thousand loud fans or whatever fits in there. Question is, is Jimmy going to be able to play if he's being guarded majority of the time by Davis? Uh, I don't know. The Jimmy Butler thing pisses me off so much. It's it's one of the most frustrating things about NBA and like the media. It's just how like Jimmy Butler is now like, well, he's one of the top guys. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't like, say that. But he, on had the, one, on, he had one really good game. On their team, he's one of the top guys. <laughs> yeah, it's like... It's like, wow, well, maybe we were wrong about Jimmy Butler. Like, no. I'll tell you what, and I've been saying this, I think, for a while. Good. Hero is going to be a hell of a player. He's 20 years old. He's the yeah. youngest player I mean, to ever start in a finals game. Yeah, he's, or he's got, he just never let the moment get to him because he's so young. He doesn't well, know the yet. thing is about him that I think he brings that a lot of people you don't see too often is it's there's a confidence about him. Like he's You can already tell 20 years old, he's not afraid to take a shot with the team down by two with eight seconds left in the NBA finals. He sent that one to the moon and made it, and then he also sent that one to the moon and hit the backboard Yeah, and thought LeBron touched it. So the thing with Hero, I'm glad we brought him up because I was I mentioned this earlier in the podcast, was the bad beat last night. So the spread in last night's game was I think oh, about yeah. seven, seven and a half. And the Heat were up by nine. I mean down, I'm sorry, down by nine with about six seconds left when he passed it in or whatever. And he runs in there. They get it to Hero. He shoots a pretty deep, a little bit off balance, like deep three pointer, nails it. Lakers end up winning by six. They're obviously not going to foul because there was, I think, like literally two seconds left when he made it, and, they're, and they were down by six. Game ends, and obviously there was stuff all over the, you know, betting sites and stuff on Instagram that I follow that showed certain people that had the Lakers minus seven and a half that were watching it oh. live and just fell apart. But the person I was with, Wrecking Ball Joe, actually had a little parlay going that he ended up hitting, and what helped him was he actually had the Heat plus seven or plus eight, and. Uh, that little Tyler Hero three is actually what made him win. So that's I was why actually he was driving around in a Range Rover. <laughs> yeah, I was with somebody that actually was on the bright side of that. But a lot of the stuff I saw on the internet today was all people that were on the Lakers side. And I had I watched two videos today of people that were like on the ground in disbelief. And then a buddy of mine messaged me today and said that the last thing he needed on a fourteen parlay was Lakers minus seven and a half, and Ouch. that Hero three is what hurt him. But that's gambling. Well, I mean, we all know I mean, it. We've all been a part on the good and the wrong side of a backdoor cover. Yeah, I know I have tons of times on both sides. And I mean, I don't know when the timing was, but at that point, that's that's where you try to get out that hedge. Yeah. If you, if you yeah, three betting. out of four and uh, you see oh, the yeah. Lakers are up by 15. I remember Andy tried to make me hedge that uh, Ducks bet years yeah. ago that I or a couple years back when I had them to win the Western Finals at 20 to 1 odds and... Yeah, twenty to one odds, and I got down to the finals, and I you told right. me to hedge with Nashville. You could I just, have like I Nashville didn't, like didn't plus one thirty or something at that point because the Ducks were leading. Yeah, 
Well, that's a lesson to be that learned. That is a lesson. Yeah, write that down. Uh, uh, I got a little nervous. Anthony Davis down on the ground like three or four oh, positions. Oh, that happens all the time. In a row. <laughs> he gets up. His face is all red. It looked like he got his nose broken in or something. He's got LeBron's doctors now. He's not getting hurt anymore. It's true. That was, that's a thing of the past. New Orleans, he's a couple inches taller, too. New Orleans, is just it's uh, below sea level, so his body's yeah. breaking down a little faster. Yeah, he's know. playing underground like in Space Jam. Yeah, I don't know how that works, but uh, I, I don't know. Uh, so I think one of the stories about this NBA Finals, the, I said the off-the-court stuff. That the ratings, Kuzma losing his ring? No, no. The, <laughs> the ratings have been bad, and there's been a lot of like going back and forth about it and why. And it's because they need more of this uh, Black also, Lives Matter it's stuff. It's also because like let's be, without it being a, like a home crowd and stuff, it's just not as exciting, yeah. I think, for some people. So I think... Can't pan to Jay-Z. Yesterday, yesterday morning, Ted Cruz and Mark Cuban got in an argument yeah. about it. And Ted Cruz is like, I won't watch because of Black Lives Matter. And Mark Cuban's like, yeah, fuck off. You weren't going to watch anyways. It seems like people of a certain age are doing that. They're taking a knee on it. I so, don't give a shit. I'm watching. Yeah, the thing is, like, I mean, I, I, I talk to my parents who watch a lot of basketball. Like, Is your dad watching? N- no, but not because of that. They're just like... I don't want. To, I don't care. Like Lakers are going to win. Like I. Oh yeah, they no, hate Lakers. There's nothing in this for for a lot of people right now. So I think it, it's kind of funny where if you ask the NBA, like, do you want the Lakers to be in the finals this year? Like, absolutely. Lakers in the finals is is good for us. Yeah. I think this year with how it happened with the the injuries and the fact that Miami was a lesser team anyways, I think it just kind of like. Like, oh, this sucks. No one wanted to watch. And the so finals. here's what I'm going to say really quick about what you're saying about what's good for ratings. Personally, that's why. I think it's really good right now for this switching subjects really quick, really good right now for the MLB because I think the MLB wants to see Houston versus the Yankees in the oh, ALCS. Definitely. And then if that happens, whether it's Yankees Dodgers or Houston Dodgers is going to be very good for viewing, especially yeah. because it's in Texas where they already said they'll allow fans. Also the, the, the Braves, even if the Dodgers make it, the Braves are a popular team as well. So yeah, they're, they're but, in a position. With but that as stuff, of right yeah. now though, the Rays are up five to one on the Yankees now. So, I mean, Yankees have a good chance to be down two one. Granted, they're still only in the fifth with a lineup like the Yankees. We've seen it all playoffs that they could easily have an inning where they score two, three runs and get back in this game. So game's far from over, but, uh, I, I, I mean, cause let's be honest. If it's Oakland versus the Rays, who, who wants to watch that series? I'm Baseball. sorry. Baseball. Baseball wins. Not the like business part of it, but those are like the two big like uh nerd teams, yeah. right? Those are like the revolu- revolutionary teams. Yeah. And it's like, cool, we finally got it. Yeah. In a sixty game season. Yeah. <laughs> um for the basketball though, you're still getting your star power off the court. I don't know if you guys noticed, but they panned to the little screens and they All had right. not only uh, Don yeah. Cheadle, but also JB Smooth. Yeah. Oh yeah, in attendance. So that guy's that guy's a funny guy. Yeah, game one. It, that was it was a cool moment, even though you know I don't like the Lakers, where they had like a bunch of the old Lakers there, like during there it was like oh, and it was Powell wearing a Kobe jersey, and oh, yeah. you had uh, Kareem and stuff. Like oh, that's cool. named his daughter. Yeah, middle so name. It's like, oh, that was a cool moment having all these guys, and I, they had other former NBA players there. And it's like also just so we're not like discriminating anything. Quick shout out, Seattle Storm. Yeah, <laughs> WNBA oh, yeah. champions over. Them. Producer Luke's favorite team, the Las Vegas Aces. You wouldn't believe it. Producer Luke, big wow. fan of uh, really? Liz, Liz Cambage. He's a big fan. Don't tell his girlfriend, anybody listening. But he's a big fan. He <laughs> yep. really is. It's funny. But anyway. Interesting. Yeah. Well, well, back to the finals ratings. The real big reason is this is so unprecedented right now with 
uh, everything going on that, and not just in sports, but if you want to talk about the sports part of it, for me, once the Clippers lost, my team was out of it, but I had football and baseball to focus on. And it's just like, usually this is June and there's nothing else going Everything's on. Everything's right? on demand now. Well, that there's all there where yeah. at normal NBA finals, of course I'm watching the NBA finals. There's no, there's no competition. Yeah. What else is left? Um, but now it's like, well, I got this and then you got, you know, is that the press? You have uh, <laughs> that kind of shit going on. Pubie Halloween yeah. coming out now. I mean, too. We've got, we've had the, de- we just talked about the debates, but then like, there's one right now. The, the vice biggest, yeah, the biggest debate. news story of the year happened as well this week, and, and it's like, I was also thinking a that lot uh, going on. Uh, shit, what was like, oh yeah, like I was thinking that in a couple weeks though, once baseball's done, basketball's done, oh, hockey, yeah. it's like. There's going to be a stretch for the first time in October because usually in October, it's like that's when NBA starts back up. Hockey starts back up. Baseball's in the playoffs. You've got NFL on and college football's on more so during the week. And it's like right now, like you're going to flash forward like three weeks. There's going to be no basketball anymore. There's going to be no hockey. There's going to be pretty much no ba- yeah. baseball is going to be about yeah, going to go down to like the last all you're going to have yeah. is betting on the weekend. You're just going to have yeah. uh, your football on the weekend because I don't know when they said what NBA have they even decided when NBA and hockey are going to come back. Probably February at the earliest, so Baby it's, it's, it's going to be a big, big lull there. That's crazy. Um, also, the Masters is soon, right? Yeah. Is that this this week? Who knows? I have no but idea. Yeah, there's, there's just a lot of sports going on, and it's going to end, and it's going to be over, and we're like, fuck. We're going to have to cancel the podcast. I don't know why they can't start the NBA earlier. Like, just get your shit together. They don't LeBron, need a full LeBron. off season. Most of them are already off. LeBron needs like eleven weeks in Italy to drink all the wine or something. Yeah, I don't he needs know. To go to a couple of Taco Tuesdays. Yeah. Or what if they? What if they just did a non-real season of just twenty-five and under? Like all oh, the old guys, you guys take take your time. Yeah. Kawhi Leonard, you don't have to use a knee at all. Just it's fine. <laughs> and just young guys. And Tyler Hero wins the MVP. Mm, I don't know about. I don't think so. Um, I don't want that. No. Then you're gonna have to wait. That's that's the only other option. So, well, okay. Well, should we wrap up sports? Yeah, I think yeah. that's uh, that was a good sports episode. Yeah. You've been listening to episode 186 of the Tony's Take podcast. I'm Sean. Joined with me, we had Off Road Andy. Uh, thank you. And Tony Katz. Yes, thank you. Goodbye. See you later.